As a sophomore in high school, it was, I need to have a plan. I need to do these steps in this order to get to that end goal. And now it's, God, where do you want me? Where am I going to be? What are the steps? What are the goals? You know, and it's not my plan anymore. And even though that's scary sometimes, it's also extremely important because I and free-floating, you know, like Mm -hmm. I'm just depending on God and we can still make those plans. I'm not saying that you can just go and accomplish whatever you want without any goals or steps in the way, but I also know that if things don't work out the way that I want them to, it's not a reason to be anxious or upset because God has a better plan. You're listening to God Hears Her, a podcast for women where we explore the stunning truth that God hears you, He sees you, and He loves you because you are His. Find out how these realities free you today on God Hears Her. Welcome to God Hears Her. I'm Elisa Morgan. And I'm Erin Eddy. When you reflect back on your life, do you see some instances where your dreams didn't come true? Or maybe evolved into something you didn't think they'd be? Or maybe you look back now and you realize you're in a place that you never dreamed of. Today we're talking to a young college woman who's going through the process of figuring out her dreams and watching them change from what they used to be. Jade Gustafson is currently a senior at Grand Valley State University studying English and writing. She's a blog post writer and a small group leader for GVSU's Delight Ministries. While she's figuring out her future, she continues to work at Our Daily Bread Ministries in the podcast department with us. And she is the best! We are so excited to talk with our very own Jade about her dreams and fears for the future on this episode of God Hears Her. Elisa, I'm excited about this conversation for a few reasons. I always am excited about the conversations <laughs> yep, that that's we you. have. Erin <laughs> equals excitement, right? Excitement. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, One of the things that I'm excited about is pulling back the curtain a little bit because when you and I first started recording, we had maybe two people in the studio, sometimes three, Mm -hmm. and then we had four, Mm -hmm. then we had five, (laughs) and over the course of the last few episodes, we have continued, our team has grown. Yes, yes, it has. Even though we've been through changes when we went through the COVID restrictions. We found ways. But it's funny that even though we've needed to be remote and isolated in many circumstances, our team has grown. Yes. It has grown. But this angel appeared. (laughs) I mean, I think she's an angel. (laughs) She is. Yeah. You're talking about a young woman who came into our team as an intern, right? A a college student who interned Mm -hmm. at our Daily Bread Ministries. Yeah. Yes. And what I love about just being an observer of her as she's come into spaces and picked up different pieces and worn different hats, she carries this like old soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Met with this like youthful spirit. And this incredible and she, complexion. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That too. Like, what is her skincare? I know. I know. I know. I remember the first time we, we, we try to pray before each conversation because we don't know what needs to be said. And several times this young woman has been invited to pray over our conversations. And each time she does, I'm like, Shazam. You know, she she really knows God. And yes. she prays, like you're saying, Aaron, more like an older soul. I, won't, I don't want to call her old, but more like an <laughs> older soul who... Um, 
is praying from a well of a real mm-hmm. legit relationship with God. Yes. Jade, yeah. welcome <laughs> to the God Hears Her podcast. You have been watching us stare at you, yeah. talk about you. <laughs> well done. See how mature she is? She yeah. didn't even jump in and interrupt us or anything. Yeah. yeah. Well, I just want to thank you guys. That was such a great welcome. I'm like, wow, <laughs> tearing up over here. You guys are so kind. Oh, well, that's <laughs> thank nice. You. Oh, oh, Jade, well, we're so excited to have you here. So I want to give just a overview of what you do here mm-hmm. at Our Daily Bread, God Hears Her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then I want to go into underneath and like learn more about you and right now, the present, the past, the future, all of the things. But let's first, Perfect. what is it that you do here? I am an intern, as you both mentioned. I write the raps for our podcast, which is when we're like, oh, hi, this is God Hears Her. I'm Erin. I'm Elisa. I write those. And I oh, also... mean those aren't our own words? Wait. No. <laughs> wow. I just exposed both of you. Awesome. You know, I'll say, Jade, when I first learned about raps, for anybody listening, they're like, what is a rap? Mm-ja-bunk, it's kind of like the... <laughs> yeah. I thought that meant I was actually going to rap. So Don't I'm even try. so grateful yeah. that that was not the case. But continue. <laughs> yeah. Well, quick side note. When I learned that I was going to be writing them, I was so confused because I thought the same thing and I was like a rap why would you put a rap in a podcast and it took me a while to figure out no 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 not rapping (laughs) thank goodness no one wants Um, to hear me try to rap it's rapping the message that we communicate it's the intros and the closes and the in-betweens yeah and those fun little ads that we have yep so I do that, and I also have started editing the audio, which is very fun. I like doing that and adding the music to episodes. And I think my favorite part of this is finding potential people to be on the shows and doing research about them, which I really like because I just like knowing what the trends are and what's going on mm. in the world and what mm-hmm. people need to hear. So I love to research that and find that. That is so cool. So how did you get, I mean, how did you get the intern? Did you, I mean, and how did you find out about it? And then what what was it that you were like, yes, that's what I want to do? So it's actually a very crazy story. And Mary Jo, who is my supervisor and also a producer for God Hears Her, we talk about this Shout all out the Mary time. Shout out to Mary Jo. Yes. Yeah, Mary Jo. Woo, she's the best. <laughs> but I actually, so I am graduating with an English major and a writing minor. And I've always wanted to go into book publishing. And yes, and I had a friend in the fall who told me about our Daily Bread Ministries. I'd never heard about it before, but I go to Grand Valley State University, so I'm in the area. So I emailed them about the summer internship program for the publishing department, and I never heard back. And then it was probably, I believe, April or May, possibly earlier than that, and I interviewed for the publishing internship, and I made it to the second round of interviews, and then nothing. And so then I get a call, I think about a week or two weeks later, something like that, for another position. And it was with social media and writing. So I thought, okay, well, that would still be a really cool internship. And I have social media experience. So I interview for that one, get invited for a second interview, don't get it. So I'm, yeah, and I'm meanwhile applying to all these other internships and I just, I have no idea what the summer is going to look like. I wanted an internship, wasn't finding anything. And so I get a call on a random Saturday morning and it's HR, our daily bread. And they're like, Hey, we have another position for an internship, but it's with podcasting. 
And I'm like, podcasting? I didn't previously, did not listen to podcasts, was not ever, <laughs> did not know anything yeah. about them. I love and it. so I, I mean, I wanted to work at Our Daily Bread. I wanted an internship and I prayed about it. And then I found out that the interview would be with someone that I previously interviewed with. And I was like, oh, man, they rejected me last they time. They already didn't pick <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah. I'm like, Thank you. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't have a chance. There's no way. I oh. almost canceled the interview. Not even oh, kidding. Wow. I almost canceled. <laughs> I don't blame you. I would have wrestled at the same yeah. thing. And I, I prayed about two hours before. I think it was the morning before the interview. And I was just praying about it. And I just felt called to still attend the interview. And it's like, hey, if you don't get it, you're still showing up and you're still just talking and gaining experience with interviews, you know? Good. So I interview and here I am. (laughs) I got the internship and I worked at Our Daily Bread all summer and I really hope that I return and who knows, but Mm. we'll see. So I loved hearing the background because we've just gotten to know you, you know, by working together yeah. some, but, you know, as anybody who's listening knows, you know, we haven't really been together but one time in a long time in, in person, you know, due to the remote thing we're all doing. So it's awesome to hear the background here. You know, tell us a little bit about your story growing up. I mean, how did you think, how was this dream, this desire of working perhaps in book publishing, or maybe it's going to be media in some way, how did that get formed and shaped in you? So I am from Ludington, Michigan, and it's a small town on Lake Michigan. And I'm not a fan of small towns. I loved growing up there, appreciated it, but I've always felt like a city girl at heart. And one of my big dreams is to live in New York City. I don't know if it will happen. We'll see, God willing. But um, so I knew that I wanted to be in a city. And my sophomore year of high school, I went through this phase of just high anxiety. And I mean, I was only a sophomore, so I was 15 at the time, but I just could not shake this feeling of not knowing what I was doing with my future. And I was panicked. I was just so anxious all the time, and I had no idea what I wanted to go into. And I really am not a fan of math, and I've never really felt called to do anything other than work with books and writing. And so I had an English teacher in high school, and I would just talk to him about how I felt so hopeless about what God was calling me to do. And I had no idea what my purpose was or what I was supposed to go into. And I mean, I still don't really, you know, I still have so much life ahead of me. So I ended up going and visiting a bunch of colleges and learning about their English programs and things like that. And I went on to Grand Valley State University's campus, and it was the very last college that I visited in Michigan, and none of them felt like home. I didn't like any of them, and I was just like, maybe I'm not going to go to college, you know? Right. But then I get onto GB's campus, and I just felt so much peace, and I was like, I'm going to Grand Valley. I just knew it right then and there. And so I did more research about the English program, and one of the things that they had listed um, for what their English graduates do is go into book publishing. And mm-hmm. I had never heard of, of that. I knew, obviously, I read all the time. I know that books are published, but it's not really a career that's talked about often. You yeah, know, I've never, right. yeah, mm-hmm. I've never heard anything about it, didn't know anything about it. And so I started um, researching publishing houses, the process of publishing, all of it. And I learned about internships and the writing process. And obviously going through college has helped me gain so much more information. But I just realized when I picked a college, 
I realized I wanted to go into book publishing, and now that dream has changed. I mean, I'm working at Our Daily Bread with podcasting, and I've just learned that I love sharing people's stories. I love creating content for other people in the world and spreading messages that need to be heard. And I don't know what that will look like for the future, but I'm excited and I'm very thankful. Uh, Do you know, can can I just jump in here just for a second? And only if you're comfortable, Jade, but I'm really drawn to your vulnerability that you felt so much anxiety as a 15 year old about what to do. And, you know, I've got a grandson who's a little bit older than that, but I, he's, he's kind of confident, but I know underneath the surface, he's having that same, I think that era, and it lasts for, gosh, for me, a good decade, you know, of who am I? What am I supposed to do with myself? Where do I fit? You know, it, can you, can you thread some of how you process that anxiety, what you learned um, about following God after your dreams, um, maybe even anything practical that God may have shown you to deal with that anxiety. Because like you said, you know, you went to college, now you're an intern, and you still don't have your your final place, you know, you'll have 20 yeah, if you're like yeah. everybody else. But yeah. you know, I, I just would love to, to, to just trace that thread in your discovery, because I think we all relate. Yeah, so I have always been a big dreamer. I have always talked about New York City and living there and being there. And it's just, I've always set a goal and accomplished those goals. I've always been that way, just very goal-driven. And when I was a sophomore in high school, it just, I really don't know where it stemmed from, but it was just part of having a plan. And as I've grown up, this didn't happen when I was 15, but I've just really learned that it's not about your plan. And we can have so many standards and goals set, but it does not matter when it comes to the purpose that God has for your life. And so at 15, I knew I wanted to go to college, but I didn't know what that looked like. I didn't know how I would pay for it, where I would go. And so the first step for me with going to college was just praying about if that was the path that God wanted me to go into and visiting all those colleges. Like I said, I visited so many and, um, I just, I was really praying before each visit and during each visit, just, God, is this the place for me? Is this where I'm supposed to be? And there was nothing. I mean, you know, you get that radio silence and you know that he's listening, but it's just like, what is happening right now? Mm -hmm. And then, like I said, I got onto Grand Valley's campus and I just felt like that is where I belonged. So after returning from that, I was so excited to go to college. And like I said, I was only a sophomore, so I still had two years of high school left. And I loved them. It was a great time. But I was also so excited for the future. And when I came to college, then the anxiety sets in of what do I do with the rest of my life? What do I go into? And in high school, I was always the one reading a book. I was always the writer. And it was like, that's Jade. That's who she is. And then I go to college And that's everyone. Like everyone in my classes is reading and writing all the time. And so with that, I think the challenge came with wondering if my purpose was not unique anymore. Because when I was in Mm -hmm. high school, I just Mm. felt like that purpose is unique. Obviously, this is destined by God. This is what I meant to go into. And then I get into college and the anxiety comes in. There's a million other people out there who want to go into the same thing. So what in the world am I supposed to do? And actually, I wrote down this Bible verse, but it's cast all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. And it's 1 Peter 5, 7. And I, my freshman year of college, that Bible verse was extremely important to me. And it still is in every phase of life. 
But through going to college, I've seriously learned how to not be anxious about planning for the future because as a sophomore in high school, it was, I need to have a plan. I need to do these steps in this order to get to that end goal. And now it's, God, where do you want me? Where am I going to be? What are the steps? What are the goals? You know, and it's not my plan anymore. And even though that's scary sometimes, it's also extremely important because I am free floating, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm just depending on God. And we can still make those plans. I'm not saying that you can just go and accomplish whatever you want without any goals or steps in the way. But I also know that if things don't work out the way that I want them to, it's not a reason to be anxious or upset because God has a better plan. When we come back, Jade will talk more about trusting God with all of your anxieties and finding your worth in Christ instead of in your accomplishments. Christmas is coming, and we have a great way to help you celebrate it joyfully. The God Hears Her, a Joyful Christmas Kit includes our 31-day devotional with special readings for both morning and evening so you can start and end your day focused on Jesus. There's a joyful Christmas ornament to hang on your tree, as well as a notepad and pen to write notes. You'll also get access to coloring sheets, a frameable print, prayer prompts, and the God With Us booklet that you can download. So go to godhearsher.org slash joyfulchristmas to order your Christmas kit and get ready for a joy-filled Christmas. Now let's get back to our conversation with Jade on this episode of God Hears Her. One thing that you touched on earlier and I loved it was that it sounds like you are finding your identity and your worth in this dream yes, that you yes. started to create like this narrative that you hoped that your life would look like. And then when it took a different turn or it changed or you entered into a space of uncertainty, you recognize I am not to find my self-worth and my identity into these narratives or these dreams or these stories that we tell yes, ourselves, but yes. into the truth of who God is and what he has, what he wants to do in me and through me. And I just think mm-hmm. that's yeah. so beautiful that you've been you. able to recognize that and and see that for, I mean, there are so many times mm-hmm. that I find my identity and my worth in hoping mm-hmm. that something will pan out how I think it should. Mm-hmm. Instead of following after him, yeah. And you know what else I heard? And this was a powerful, maybe a throwaway line. I don't know, but I Mm -hmm. loved it. And I so related to what you said. And that was, all of a sudden, I wasn't unique. All of a sudden, Mm -hmm. my dream wasn't special. And I relate to that, Jade. You know, (laughs) I, I have felt for the longest time like I needed to be special in order to have value. I needed to stand out in order to be recognized or noticed. And that's another way we go at this huff and puff and, you know, trying to get loved kind of thing. And how awesome that you began to see that super early because that is so much pressure to lug that along with Mm -hmm. you everywhere you go. Yes. Absolutely. Jade, what what was your upbringing like? For you to have Mm -hmm. this like grit (laughs) and this older soul, as we say, uh, I'm just so curious. Do you have any siblings? And also, how old are you? Can you say how old you are? Because we've never really addressed how old you (laughs) actually are. She's not 15. Yeah, I got that straight. (laughs) So I just turned 21 in July. So I'm 21 and I actually come from a divorced family. So I have a ton of siblings, but I love every single one of them and I'm very blessed by each one of them. But I have a brother and sister that are biological. We have the same parents. 
And then I have a half-brother who's only 10, and he is absolutely adorable, the greatest kid ever. And Mm. then I have two stepsisters. And I would say growing up with a bunch of siblings was seriously a blessing, a very, very strong blessing. And I'm the oldest out of all of them. So I think part Mm. of my... I don't know. I would say old soul. That's your words. I'm not saying that for myself, but (laughs) (laughs) older, humble soul right now. That's what we're hearing. Trying to to be humble. Um, (laughs) But I, from being the oldest, I had to take care of them a lot and not because my parents weren't present, but just because as an older sibling, you're always wondering what your siblings are up to. You know, like I would always be like, oh, what's my sister doing? Where's my brother at? And it was like, I don't fully know why I was like that. But it was also just a protection of always wondering where they were and then also setting an example for them. And I think that's part of what my goal-driven personality comes from is trying to set an example for all of them. And I don't know if they look up to me. I hope that they do. But it's just part of being their older sister is trying to make a way and show them that things are possible, you know. So I've always tried to set goals and accomplish them and say, hey, guys, I did it. You can too, you know. I'm I'm giggling inside about I don't know you that well but I'm hearing so many personality traits being expressed. I mean you're a self-motivated, very conscientious, introspective, intentional, strategic kind of human. And uh, yeah, I want to go slip off into a whole personality discussion with you but you know I know I, what are you on the Enneagram? Yeah, What's right, your right. Myers- What's your I'm color type? That's why I was <laughs> That's why cuz Elisa's a 3 yeah, too. Yeah. So, yeah, I can I can just really relate to some of the ways you're you're describing your your dreams and I think one of the things about personalities like yours if I look at mine is is you always have a dream you yeah. always are forward looking into yes. the what's next and 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 your your transition from being what do I need to be to what is God want me to be seems to be the the rails or the the road that he's laid down for you to move forward. What kinds of anxieties do you continue to have as you move into your next and next and next? I recently got an apartment with my best friend and that has been amazing. I love it. But Being brutally honest, as a college student, financial anxieties are huge. That's a huge stressor for me. And I'm graduating college in December. So it's also just where am I going to be after I graduate? Because it's always been you go to college, you're still going to school. And somehow I've been able to cover myself financially. But now it just feels like I'm being thrown into the world. And I'm super anxious about just where I'm going to be, what kind of job I'm going to have. (laughs) I want to go into a career that I've always wanted to go into after I graduate. And now I don't know what that looks like. And now there's an uncertainty about what I want to do. And I'm realizing that I've always said this dream to people. I've always said I want to go into book publishing. That's always been my thing, you know. And now that I spent this whole summer working on podcasts, I'm like, there are so many things that I have no idea are out there. So many jobs that I could work that I would love that I don't even know exist right now. And a part of my anxiety is disappointing those people, which I am working on that so much right now. But it's just... 
your life is your life and the things that you do are the things that God wants you to do most of the time. And so whatever job I land in is going to be something that God has set for me, you know. And Mm -hmm. if that's not book publishing, Mm -hmm. then that's not book publishing. And I didn't know that at the age Mm -hmm. of 15. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. And I, I could still go into that. But if I don't, I shouldn't worry about disappointing those people. That's so good. Jade, you know, I'm, I'm not sure if I've ever shared this story, but when I graduated from college, this guy that I had been dating for six years and I broke up and I needed to figure out what am I going to do with the rest of my life, yeah. you know, like what you're yeah. saying. And I had done an internship working <laughs> in a hospital as mm-hmm. a shadowing a hospital chaplain. And I thought, oh, I felt most alive there, which is one way you kind of figure out what you're called to. And so I ended up enrolling in seminary to become a hospital chaplain, which I've never been. Mm -hmm. However, (laughs) you know, I I became a a teacher in a college. I became a writer. I became a CEO of a nonprofit. I became a radio Mm -hmm. blah, 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 you know, all these things. (laughs) And now in this stage of my life, I have also stood by the bed of many dying people and been a comfort. So the the quilt approach, you know, of following God and knowing that he can use each experience as we're attached to him has been so rich. And it sounds like that's some of what you're discovering and and your open handedness, you know, wherever Mm -hmm. we are in transition, you know, whether we're 21 trying to figure out where to get an apartment or you're newly divorced (laughs) trying to figure out how to support yourself again in a different way, you know, or you're moving into retirement or, you know, these transitional moments are ones where your truth principles you're sharing are so empowering, Jade. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Jade, you know, one thing that I, I heard you say when you were sharing, you know, when people ask, they've known that this has been a dream of mine and now it's changing. That ability to have open hands and the confidence to say it's changed is hard. No matter if you're 21 31, 41, 51, 61, 71, 81. It is hard to go, I thought this is what it was going to be, and it's this. Or I don't know if it's this, or I don't know what it is. And that is the dance. That's the duet, I guess, that we, we have with the Lord of going, all right, like, you take the first step mm-hmm. and I will follow you in this dance. And you're really modeling what mm-hmm. you said that you value for everybody around you and those coming behind you in terms of your siblings and stuff. You're modeling. I had a dream mm-hmm. and it's being rearranged a little bit. And I'm trusting the one who weaves the dreams in our hearts. I'm trusting him to clarify. And, and that's an amazing gift to everybody around you, Jade. I'm curious, Jade, what has community meant for you in this process of learning about your dreams? Has community played a part in the development of your dreams? I love that question, Erin. So I, when I was in high school, I was pretty much a beginner with my faith. I would say I would get super passionate for a while and I'd be reading my Bible and praying every night and then it would just kind of fade away, you know, and it would get back into just the life cycle and and then I'd stop going to church for a while and just things like that. And then when I came to college my freshman year, I really wanted to pursue my faith. I wanted to find a church. I wanted to find a community and I'd never had a good community of fellow Christians around me. Like most of my friends are Christian, but in high school, it's a lot different than it is as you get older, you know. So I am at Grand Valley 
And I find this church that is incredible. And I joined this small group and the small group was what I needed it to be at the time, but it wasn't filling me the way that I needed it to. And the church that I was attending was filling me, but I wasn't meeting people there and I wasn't connecting with people there. And so my sophomore year, I, this is kind of a long story, but I was really working on worth, Erin, and I was just really working on feeling worthy because I constantly deal with not feeling worthy of Christ. And I was really working through that and studying my Bible and just praying a lot. And I heard about this thing called Delight Ministries on Grand Valley's campus. And my sophomore year of college, I was still kind of shy and introverted. I have definitely become way <laughs> more extroverted. But at this point in time, I was still pretty introverted. And so I'm asking all of my friends, hey, you want to come to this meeting with me? Hey, you want to come? And nobody could come with me. And so the first week, the very first meeting, I didn't go because I was scared and I didn't have anyone to go with and I didn't know anyone there. And then the second week, I felt a prompting to go. It was just, you need to go. You need to be there. And so I ride the bus to campus all by myself and I get there. I don't know anyone there. But luckily, I got there the week that they were putting people into groups, and they were passing out popsicle sticks to put you in a group, and my popsicle stick word was worthy. (laughs) I kid you not, it was worthy. Wow. And (laughs) I'm holding this popsicle stick, and I'm just tearing up because it meant so much at the time. (laughs) Yes, and... I joined my small group, and the women are amazing, incredible. And in December, so I'm there for a couple months, and leadership applications open up. And I've really connected with these girls. And it's a place where you can be vulnerable, and you can show up as your full self. And I learned how to do that. And I learned how just to open myself up and to stop hiding the things that I was scared about. And I would say that's part of what made me an extrovert is just not hiding anymore. So then in December, leadership applications open up. And like I said, I was still pretty introverted. And I just thought there's no way that I could lead any of these women. I don't know enough. I'm not worthy enough. And one of my leaders said, Jade, I want you to apply for leadership. Hmm. And I prayed about it. I applied and I got it. I got a leadership position (laughs) and I'm still there right now. I'm still a leader at Delight Ministries and I will be this year. But Mm. I have grown so much with that community. And like I said, I can be my Mm. full self there and still feel fully loved. And these women are extremely supportive of everything, every detail. And I do something small and it's Mm. just so celebrated. And Mm. I love that, you Mm. know, (laughs) because we all want to feel celebrated. Mm -hmm. And being an Enneagram 3, part of my worth or feeling Mm -hmm. worthy is um, achieving things and finding success. And so it's nice to know that even doing something small is a reason to be celebrated. So That's so beautiful. I love how you showed up and there was the word worthy on a popsicle stick. I mean, that is just what, <laughs> that's what God does. He, I think that he just plants these little, I call them God winks. We're like, I gotcha, <laughs> you know? And I think the more uh, we pay attention to our surroundings, we see so many of them. The more we give him credit for those little moments that we desperately needed. It's so personal. Yeah, it's so yeah. personal. Yeah. It's, 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 yes. And that just yes. goes to show like, that's when he sees us, you know? That's when we know he sees us in those little God we right. moments and he uses community yes. to do that yes. too and he uses people that push us uh, to do things we wouldn't normally do like you applying for a leadership role like he uses people to mm-hmm. see us to show us that he sees us mm-hmm. I love that Jade mm-hmm. 
You know, in just a little bit, Jade, you're going to you're going to cross another line. You know, you're going to come to another mm-hmm. fork. You're going to come to whichever mm-hmm. metaphor you want here. And <laughs> and I, I've always been intrigued by the, the fancy word for graduation is commencement. Mm-hmm. You know, and it really means beginning. But yeah. we think of it as ending. Isn't that odd? But the reality is we do have to leave somewhere in, in order to go where we need to go next we do need to to end something in order to begin something we do need to say no to something in order to say yes to something as you pray commencement over your life what what would you ask god for in this moment well i would just ask god that i would remain faithful and trusting in him i've learned a lot this past year of just putting my full trust in him and depending on him for everything that's coming up next. And so I just pray that I have that same mindset going forward always. And I just also pray continuously that I wouldn't put my worth in what I achieve because I have a big picture idea for my life. And if that doesn't happen, that doesn't mean that I am less than. And I just pray that I remember that and I just remain patient for all the things that are happening in the future or that I hope to have happen. We're so excited to see where God leads Jade. It was so encouraging to hear a young woman talk about trusting God with her future and the plans that he has for her. We're all convinced that this is a woman who's going to make a big impact on our world. Before we close out today's episode of God Hears Her, we want to remind you that the show notes are available in the podcast description. The show notes not only contain the talking points for today's episode, but also links to connect with Aaron and me on social. You can visit our website at godhearsher.org. That's godhearsher.org. Thank you for joining us. And don't forget, God hears you. He sees you and he loves you because you are his. Today's episode was engineered by Ann Stevens and produced by Mary Jo Clark, Daniel Ryan Day, and Jade Gustafson. Today, we also want to recognize Barry and Brian for their help in creating the God Hears Her podcast. Thank you. God Hears Her is a production of our Daily Bread Ministries.